Fair enough. All right, I've started recording anyway, so... Um... Episode 26. Mm-hmm. Of 26. The Pit of Chimps podcast. Okay. Hello. Hello. <laughs> You're about to sneeze, so just to warn people, there might be a sneeze. Yeah. A sneeze on the way. I'll give... If it's, I'm, it's the sneeze forecast. When I'm about to sneeze, I'll do this. So if you hear that <laughs> duck, that's my pet duck I've just brought into the studio. Can you do it a few times? Yeah, so okay, yeah. If you hear that, I'm about to sneeze. Sounds impressive. Uh, do you reckon we can get through the ads without you sneezing? Yeah. Okay, so uh, I'll kick off, I guess. Um, so we've got we've got this ad. Um, have you ever wanted to complete a crossword, but you've forgotten all of the letters? Yeah. Uh, then we at Will Remind You of the Alphabet can help you complete the crossword of your dreams. Give us a call and we'll send you a list of all the letters arranged in an order known as the alphabet for you to print out on your home computer. We've got them all, A through Z, and we'll be taking pride in knowing crosswords are being completed all over the UK and beyond. Sign up today and we'll throw in a a free dictionary so you can assemble your letters into words essential for completing your crosswords. Oh. So we'll remind you of the alphabet. Do uh, What happens if you don't have a home computer? I guess you can't print them out. You've just got to remember them all from your screen. That's hard. Yeah. Do other countries have crosswords? Because it seems to be a very British thing to me. I presume so. Hmm. Have you ever been to another country? Yeah, but I haven't looked through their newspapers, the local language newspapers, because I wouldn't be able to read them. Well, it was something for the listeners. Do a bit of research. Let us know. Mm -hmm. Um, Pitofchimps at gmail.com. Or... If you actually want to get in touch, Twitter uh, at Peter Chimps. Yeah, I don't use that, but you you manage. I man that. The yeah. Tweet. So, hmm. the, cool. the tweet machine. Tweet machine. Any other ads? Yes, we've got. Well, sponsors, not sponsors. ads. Sponsors. Yeah, yeah we've got a new sponsor. So last week I mentioned uh, Woody Wood Woodwood. Yeah. I spoke ahead of time, so I'd been in discussions with them, but we, they have come through now. They're a new sponsor. Um, so I'll just read out their uh, little ad here. Have you ever thought about all the things you can make from wood? Yes. Mm. Tables, chairs, oars, spatulas, a life-size effigy of Jean-Claude Van Damme. Mm-hmm. These are just a few examples. Well now, for 78 euros a month, Woody Wood Woodward will personally deliver an undisclosed amount of wood to your home address at 3am every morning. Oof. Uh, say goodbye to the days of illegally cutting down your neighbour's trees to build your dead mother's coffin. We've all been there. Mm. Throughout the month of September, Woody Wood Woodward will be offering a free wooden arsehole with all first-time deliveries. Oof. Woody Wood Woodward. Really good wood. Mm. Are they hand-carved? Yep. All hand-carved wood. Nice. From Woody Wood Woodward. Can't argue with that. Uh, we're also sponsored, as always, by Craig's Bar. Um, everyone's favourite Craig's Bar. Everyone's favourite bar right here in Cardiff. Uh, this weekend, they've got a raffle. Oof. And some of the prizes, they've got a basket of the five highest ranked fruits, okay. which we'll be hearing about later. We will, very ranked. shortly, actually. Oh, sweet. Within minutes. Um, a box of one of their home-brewed cocktails, pork mojito. Pork mojito, yeah. A box of pork mojitos. Um, the famous pork mojito. Yep. Uh, you know, when you go to the hairdresser, you get one of those books that shows pictures of haircuts, so you can pick what haircut you want. That's a very distant memory for me, going to the hairdressers, <laughs> but yes, I do remember that. <laughs> well, you get one of those. Mm-hmm. Um, a romantic meal with newly appointed ambassador for Craig's Bar, Nuno Valente. Anthea Turner? Uh, no, Nuno Valente. Oh, Nuno Valente, okay. Um, former Portuguese football, football player. player uh-huh. 
with, with Manish. Hmm? Don't worry, carry on. <laughs> and uh, the other prize, you get a three-night stay in their new Lisbon suite, which, uh, as I mentioned last week, contains a bronze toilet, mm-hmm. a 32-inch plasma... <clears throat> excuse me. Plasma TV, uh, a bath and a shower. Wow. Um, and a bed with six pillows. Luxurious. Yeah, Craig's Bar, uh, Craig's Bar's Lisbon Suite. Craig's Bar's also a hotel, of course. Of course. As yeah. well as many other things. Mm-hmm. We got the meat in many pies. Yes. Uh, we're also sponsored by Big, 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 Bello. And um, we are sponsored by The Fruit Board, uh, providing you with up-to-date fruit rankings on a weekly basis. Oof. Um, or bi-weekly, whatever. Um, and I've got the fruit rankings if you're interested. Go on. I've got one more sponsor, but let's have the... the uh... Maybe we can have the sponsor after the rankings. Yeah. Split, rankings. split it up a little bit, because otherwise it'll be like the Joe Rogan podcast, and we'll have like seven minutes of ads, <laughs> and, then, and then the episode will start. Um, so, at number five this week... <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's episode 25's champion, Plums. Oh! It lasts... Times number one was uh, is now number five. So, oh, I wonder if tangerines are going to be back in then. Maybe they will be. They were number point. one for a very, very long very time. Very long time. Um, at number four, it's uh, MSN Instant Messenger. Oh! It's making, fourth, a, it's making a comeback. Four of highest ranked fruit this week. Yeah. Very exciting. Uh, at number three, <laughs> it's, uh, it's a peach cobbler. Oh, mm. good old reliable peach cobbler. Yep. And at number two, oh. marmalade. It doesn't specify which type of marmalade. Oh. Just, just marmalade. So this raises the question mm. number one, is it going to be tangerines? Or have they dropped out completely? Or have they dropped out still, second week in a row outside of the top five? Mm. Let's, let's see. So at number one this week. It's tangerines. They're oh! They've, they've uh, reclaimed their throne as the king of the fruits. Oof, back mm. on top. Well, I'm I'm quite glad actually. Yeah, it was a blip. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, you had another ad. One more sponsor, and this oh, is a special sponsor. one. I keep saying ads, sponsors. Yeah. This is a special one. It's an old sponsor that's come back. Oh, we've been talking about them a lot recently. Uh huh. It is the old classic Cracker Jack's Wacky Facts. Oh, yeah. Sponsored one of our old episodes. We've been in talks with them and we've got them back. So, did you know half the population of Iowa have no feet? Oof. How about that Paul Daniels used to eat 60 yogurts a day? That's impressive. Well, with Cracker Jack's Wacky Facts, you'll know all this and more. For $68 a day, you'll receive a whopping six Wacky Facts a week. That's nearly one a day. It is. All wacky facts will be sent exclusively via fax, so if you don't have a fax machine, go fuck yourself. Mm. And I just realised, facts, facts, I, that yeah. didn't even... You could get Cracker Jack's wacky facts via fax. Yeah. There you go. Um, you can now also visit Cracker Jack's renovated wacky facts emporium, mm. where you can see thousands of wacky facts scribbled over famous pieces of art. And for the month of September, they'll be displaying their 10 most popular wacky facts carved into the Mona Lisa. Mm. Cracker Jack's Wacky Facts. Be the life of the party. Oof. And that's a new physical location, because they already had a physical location. It's renovated. This is a new version, though. It's completely new. Completely new, yeah. It's a new renovated version of the old one. <laughs> of the old one, yeah. Very no. exciting news. Glad to have them, have them back on board. And, they are um, a reliable sponsor. 
just as a little follow-up, like you have been asking me, mm-hmm. I wasn't sure if you were going to ask me about my uh, Caddy Spoon Collector. Well, you are the president of the Caddy Spoon Collectors. Well, I what? So I was. was. You were under investigation. Yeah, I was mm-hmm. the president of the Caddy Spoon Collectors Society. Um, as a result of having Crackerjack's wacky facts, mm-hmm. but then of course they went out of business, and I lost. I got voted out, and uh, well, I was impeached. Yeah, as the president, impeached cobbler. Yeah, and Vinny Sog was voted in to mm-hmm. replace me, and Sid Belk, and Sid Belk. Sid Belk. They were joint president. Well, Sid Belk was the vice is the vice president, mm-hmm. but I'm glad to say that now Crackerjack's wacky facts are back. I have been voted in for a second term Oof. as president. I lived in Ahorn, I think. Of the uh, Caddy Spoon Collector Society. It's impressive. Um, I've got an inauguration ceremony. Mm-hmm. Not to, uh, you know, tart. What's the. Tart my own. Bloop, bloop my own horn. Tart, tart, tart my, my own. Cobbler. <laughs> cobbler. Mm-hmm. Uh, but my inauguration ceremony for my second term as president, I've got um, Brand Brand 3000 are going to be performing. Okay, yeah. Alive. They did the Drinking in LA song. Right? Yeah, mm-hmm. the greatest song of all time. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to have a screening of European Championship Heroes and Villains on VHS, <laughs> okay, which yeah. was hosted by Bob Mills. Right, yeah. Um, and we've also got a, be- a beauty pageant um, featuring the daughters of some members of the Caddy Spoon Collector Society, uh, the daughters of Big John, uh, Vinnie Sog, uh, Paul Toilet, mm-hmm. and Le Gregory. Le Gregory. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. And that will be hosted, of course, by Juan de Ramos. Yes, mm-hmm. of course. And I hope to see you there. I'll try. I think I'm washing my hair that day. Ah. Um, as you know, I've been intercepting your mail. Well, I haven't been intercepting your mail um, recently, but um, now that you know, COVID's over now, isn't it, really? It's well, I've, yeah. More or less. Everyone's out and about now. and We've had enough the of it, haven't we? Loads of people on the, on the roads and stuff, you know, just trying to give us all... More COVID, but it's over, more or less. Let's, let's yeah. be honest. Um, so I did open your mail, um, intercepted it, okay. just to make sure it didn't have any COVID on it. Okay, um, thanks. So here is here's, here's a letter. Oh, thank you. you. It's got um, they scribbled a bit out and wrote some in in handwriting, but uh, oh. I suppose that was just an error. <laughs> shall I say with the image that's on this before reading it out, or shall I read it? Just out? read it out from the okay. top. From the top, so the heading. This is from Ass Crunch. Uh, home furnishings and grill. It's a nice logo they seem to have there. Yeah, orange. Oh well, we'll post uh, a picture of it. Yeah, we could do that. Page. Mm-hmm. If I always say we will, I'll make sure we remember this time. Yeah. Uh, Facebook. Dot org. Dot whatever. Dot yeah. <laughs> like booking dot yeah. Um. Okay, I'll read out the letter. Good day, Tom. Struth. Uh, hope you're having a. Bonza time over there in Cardiff. I think they're Australian. Maybe. Um, we're throwing another shrimp on the barbies. Oh, it's definitely Australian. Uh, in celebration of your home furnishings deal, and we're trying to follow up with every little beauty who visited our website recently. Now it's defo dead set. We've got the best furnishings, <laughs> but fuck me dead. <laughs> Goodness. We've got the most fair dinkum deals around. Good on you, crikey. No wackers, if you're gonna be a flipping drongo about it all, you fucking Bruce. In your nan, up your nan, full in your nan. Toadfish, CEO of Ass Crunch Furnishings and Grill. Oh. And there's a picture of Toadfish from um, Neighbours there. Yeah. In, but it looks like <laughs> it's a picture of Toadfish on a phone. 
on some sort of phone case with a, a green mist around it and um, a reflection at the bottom of it. I'll just I'm gonna take a photo of it now. So maybe. We'll <laughs> so that what about that? The sign off's quite interesting. I thought on on the letter. Inyanan upyanan full inyanan. I guess that must just be an Australian sort of goodbye or it's what the kids best, are saying. Best wishes or something or. Yeah. Or well, whatever. listeners, there's new phrase for you there. So there you go. Ask crunch home furnishings and grill. Great. It wouldn't be very exciting. You know, grill without a Barbie. What were they? What was the point of the mess of that letter? Um, I don't know. <laughs> I, I think they were giving you a home furnishings deal. Uh, I think they're throwing a barbecue in celebration of my home furnishings deal. Because you visited the website. Did you buy yeah. anything from the website? Don't think so. Oh. I bought some coal. I think. It's quite presumptuous of them. That's what they thought. Oh well, there we go. Yeah. Look forward to that. Mm. There you go. Uh, yeah. Got some fan letters if you want to. Yeah, a bit of a fan letter. Yeah. Is it to us? To us. Yeah. Okay. Uh, this is from Undeniable Tina, um, from Skid Row, California. Okay. Good to have some international fans. Listeners, yeah. Uh, hey, Chimpos. The standard greeting. Yeah. For the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to be hosting a dinner party this weekend with some highly esteemed guests of honour, and I was wondering if you could recommend an onion-based dish to serve for dessert. Mm. I know your fine tastes won't lead me astray. Thanks in advance, uh, Tina. Mm. So uh, I was thinking, obviously I've read this earlier, I was thinking maybe a deep-fried pickled onion dressed in a honey-glazed waistcoat with a mango chutney dip on the side. <laughs> Sounds pretty good. Uh, I would just go with uh, an oven-roasted onion. Mm, for dessert? Mm. That sounds good. What type of onion? It's the not standard white onion. Brown onion? They're officially called white onions. Uh-huh. It's not the skin that counts, it's what's inside that That's counts. true. Yeah. It's the content. It's a very... <laughs> sort of... I don't know what the word is for that, but it's... Poignant. As in onions, as in society. Yeah. It's not the colour of the skin that matters, it's the onion inside. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so there we go. There you go. And one more letter as well. Okay. If you want to get get this out there. Mm. Uh, this one's from Indispensable Jones. Okay. Uh, hello, Pock Massive. Uh, I'm a guitarist in a clock tribute band. I remember clock, the 90s, sort of R&B dance. Yeah. Oh, what a night. Uh-huh. Um, the other day we were having a discussion about the ultimate supergroup. So who would you have in your ultimate supergroup? Mm. Despairingly yours, Indispensable Jones. Okay. Um, so is, I this, thinking, is this both of our individual ones, or? Yeah, I mean, I've written. I've obviously had time. I've spent a lot of time thinking about this, uh-huh. so I've written some up. Mm-hmm. Um, you can add some in there. So I was thinking on bass mm-hmm. to start with, we'll have uh, Martin Kemp, obviously, from yeah, Spando Ballet. Ballet. Mm-hmm. Um, on vocals, we'll have a, a Ladysmith Black Mombazo. Motorcycle Club. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, on guitar, we'll have Andres Segovia, the classical Spanish guitarist. I'm, I'm trying to sure get a nice but... bit of variety. Uh, keyboards, we'll have Craig from Slipknot. Yeah. AKA number... Seven. Seven or something, yeah. yeah. Uh, we'll have a DJ in there as well. DJ Clue. DJ Clue. DJ Clue! Desert Storm. Um, or that DJ Lethal, I can't remember. No, that's, that's DJ They're Clue. all the same to me. DJ Lethal and DJ Clue. Uh, on drums, we'll have Prince. Yeah, why not? 
And then we'll have uh, Leroy from The Prodigy as a dancer. Okay, yeah. Thought Sounds that was good. a good, good lineup. Mm. Anyone oh, you want to add? No, I want to do. Um, I'm going to go the opposite way and do a okay. the like an all-time worst group. Okay. So it's basically just going to be a combination of you two and maybe like the police, like Sting. Oh. <laughs> so like Live Aid, basically. Yeah, but with Phil Collins on drums. Ugh. Yeah. Feel dirty now. Oh, on the edge. The U2 oh, gotta be in there as well. A little bit of the bubbly. You <laughs> two have gotta be in there too. You said yeah, you said you two. Yeah. Edge, um Rodney Mullen Jr. or whatever his name is. <laughs> Bono and the other guy. Cool. Steve. Well, there you go, indispensable Jones hope that answers. Yeah, the question. All the questions. Uh, we've got the Lamb Dallas report this week. Oof. Here we go, our Roman reporter. Yeah, funnily enough, um, his report is from Cracker Jack's Wacky Facts, the uh, uh, the original physical location. Wow. So, um, I'll read his uh, his report. Cracker Jack's Wacky Facts is a new physical location. Origin well old now. They got a new refurbished one. But, yeah. Um, originally an online hub for wacky facts, Crackerjack's Wacky Facts now welcomes over seven people a day to its new home. Oh, it, it is a new one. Uh, well, it's I'm confused. Maybe it's a new old one. I'm not <laughs> sure. Um, in Egmore, um, I was greeted at the door by the receptionist. Even in his chair, you could tell he looked tall, around seven or eight feet, excluding his hair, which itself was around four feet in height, akin to Paul from Tekken. Paul, oh yeah, so similar to his style of hair, um, but with the height, the, the, the Marge Simpson sort of hair height. Yeah, I don't, I don't know why he's written that in such a complicated way. Um, <laughs> Hello, he said with a scowl. Hi, I replied. Are you here for the facts? I am, and that's a fact. He didn't laugh at my joke. Never has Lamb Dallas been so embarrassed. Nonetheless, he took my money, gave me a ticket, and directed me to the double doors behind him. His facts, his facts, his facts, as in not facts, but facts, letter. He faxes oh, okay. these reports to us. Yeah. It's all stuck together for some reason. Um, beyond the double doors was the visitor's centre. The visitor's centre consisted of three white walls and a fourth wall opposite the door. On the fourth wall, there were facts, both of them, right next to each other. They read as follows. Fact one, Cracker Jack's Wacky Facts is a subsidiary of Craig's PLC. Fact two, you are reading this fact. I exited the room and said goodbye to the receptionist, who ignored me, and out into the overcast streets of Egmore. All in all, I would give Cracker Jack's Wacky Facts a perfect 10 out of 10, a fun day out for all the family. There you go, that's Lam Dallas' report. 10 out of 10. The original Cracker Jack's Wacky Facts. Well, he said it was new as well, though. Well, it was the original new one. Oh, yeah. So, I... I'm not sure when he actually went there. Maybe he went there a while ago and <laughs> He's revealed that they're owned by Craig's, Craig's PLC, yeah. Craig's PLC who also thickens. own Craig's bar. Um what was the other place they owned that you uh, went, went to? Big, big Steve's big store or big something store. or whatever it was called. And Portugal, they purchased Portugal last week, of course, the country. Yeah, uh-huh. They take it over. They are, they're doing a good job of it too. They're they're gonna be owning our show soon. Uh, well, they yeah. sponsor us, so they're technically our bosses in a way, <laughs> I suppose. Big up Craig's bar. Uh, I got a celebrity letter. Oof, go on. To us We've today. got a lot of letters. Um, yeah, we have had a lot of posts this week. Because coronavirus is over now, so the yeah. mail system is working like clockwork as it, as it used to. Everyone's fax um, machines are back on. Yeah. Uh, this one was actually sent in by uh, Pigeon. Oh. Pigeon mail. It flew right onto my head and then delivered it down 
onto my uh, over my face. So you could read it. Yeah. Um, it's to you though, so I don't know why the pigeon came to me. Oh. Uh, so anyway, hey Tom, it's one of your new celebrity, old celebrity friends. Yeah. Um, I'm all over the place at the moment. Uh. I just can't stand in one place without slipping and falling over. I'm writing this from the floor because I can't bring myself to stand up. I mean, I don't really see any point since I'll fall back to the floor anyway. I don't have the grip on the floor. I'll tell you right now, the floors are real slippery here. Uh, thanks, mate. Gaz Top. Ah, oh, Gaz. I thought it was him. Yeah, he's sliding all over the place by the sounds of it. <laughs> he's been <laughs> having that problem for about three years now. Mm. Somebody has to go there and feed him because he, he just can't get up. Yeah, maybe Fred Dynage could go. Mm. Or the other one. Carol Vorderman. Carol Vorderman, Was yeah. it Carol? Yeah. And that's... How for now. How for the time being. Yeah. Featuring Gaz Top. Um... Yeah, so there you go. Um, Do you want to play a game? Uh, yeah, why not? We're going to give you one more crack Oof. at the game you've been playing for the last few weeks. Mm. Everyone's favourite role-play game, RPG. Uh, Spiffy Clive and the Emperor's Pantaloons. So the way it works, I describe the scenario, give you some options, you pick an option, mm -hmm. and then I tell you what happens. Yeah, I'm ready. So... Just again, summary of the game. You are beloved milkman Spiffy Clive. While you and your girlfriend Erica Badu are playing a competitive game of Quasar Ooh. in your local Super Bowl complex, yeah. the evil Emperor Jumbotron has flown over in his jetpack and kidnapped her. You have to get to the Emperor's Tower of Delight and rescue her. However, he's wearing his magical pantaloons, which give him Darren Brown-level hypnosis skills. Mm -hmm. You need to rescue her before he has a chance to hypnotise her into joining and marrying him. Okay. Okay, so you're in Quasar. She's just been kidnapped. What are you going to do? Your two options are finish the game of Quasar in which you're certain to achieve the honour of Top Gun mm -hmm. or leave Super Bowl to begin your pursuit of Erica Badu. Uh, I'm going to leave to pursue Erica Badu because I feel if I stay there... It gives Emperor Jumbotron a bit more time. Mm. But mm. you are you're guaranteed to win Top Gun though. So you you're losing the I'll chance go back and win gun. that anytime. <laughs> I'm that good. Okay. As you go to leave, the eight year old girl from Yorkshire on the opposite team that you've been playing against turns out to be a secret agent for Emperor Jumbotron. Mm. She pulls a sword out. <sighs> what are you gonna do? You can either throw your laser gun at her head, steal her sword and make a witty, witty retort, mm -hmm. or shoot her with your laser gun. Um, I'm gonna go with the witty retort option, obviously. Okay, so you've you've thrown your laser gun at her head, stolen her sword. Now you've got a choice of two witty retorts. You can either say, "You're just not sharp enough, fella," mm -hmm. or you can say, "I eat swordfish for breakfast." I'm gonna say, "You ain't sharp enough, fella." Okay. To the eight-year-old girl from Yorkshire. <laughs> You've made your retort and you've left. You leave the Super Bowl complex. Did I run? You did, yeah. Okay, yeah, that's very important. Um, you need to decide how to get to Emperor Jumbotron's Tower of Delight now. So which method of transportation will you take? These are your options. Mm -hmm. You can take a hoverboard. Right. A scooter. Uh -huh. You can hitchhike. You can use a skateboard. Mm -hmm. Or you can try and use a dodgem from the Super Bowl complex. <laughs> uh, okay, the dodgem's quite limited. Um, skateboard will probably take too much time. Or the other options? Uh, hoverboard, hitchhike, or scooter. I'm going to go by a scooter, because I, I feel the other two options are too dangerous. Okay, excellent. You've arrived mm -hmm. at Emperor Jumbotron's Tower of Delight. 
there are five doors with different images on them. Which one will you enter? Mm-hmm. Um, one of them has a photo of Nicolas Cage's face. Yeah. One of them has a signed self-portrait of Amanda Holden. Right. One of them has a photo of a map. <clears throat> a man's hand on a copy of Mike Atherton's autobiography. Yeah, I'm falling for that one again. <laughs> uh, one has an illustration of a dog having sex with a goldfish. Mm-hmm. And one has a photo of the Norwegian flag made from pasta shells. Mm. So that was the one you chose last time. Oh, the pasta shells one. Yeah. Oh, but you... I remember Mike Atherton was behind the door. Yeah. And he was in the moment of killing me. I'm going to go with the Anthea Turner option. Uh, Amanda Holden. Whatever. Amanda, <laughs> Anthea Turner on the mines. Yeah. Um, a signed self-portrait of Amanda Holden is the door you're going with. I'm going to go with that, yeah. It seems like the safest option. Okay, you've opened the door, uh-huh. and behind it is a hall of mirrors. Mm. But every mirror projects a different celebrity's face onto your face. Oh, okay, like a augmented reality sort of thing. Yeah. Like Google Dream, or whatever it's called. Yeah. Deep Mind, or something. Deep Face. Deep Face. Mm-hmm. Um, you have a sudden urge to kiss one of the faces. Which one do you kiss? Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, you, but with Anthea Turner's face. Oh, <laughs> so there she is. Turn up for the bugs. Um, you, but with Boy George's face. Mm. You, but with a random hyena's face. Mm. Uh, you, but with Martin C. Lawrence in Big Bomber's house face. Okay, yeah. Uh, you, but with two faces. One is Nicolas Cage in Face Off, and one is John Travolta in Face Off. <laughs> right, yeah. So which one are you going to choose? Uh, I'm going to go trusty old Anthea Turner. You but with Anthea Turner's face. Mm, it would only it's only right that I go with that. Yeah. So this is the furthest you've ever got. Mm. You've kissed the face, and the mirror smashes, and from behind it, Emperor Jumbotron appears behind a cloud of smoke. Mm. He pulls off his mask, and it turns out he was your best friend, Pig Jones. Oh, Pig Jones. What? You both laugh and go home. What a guy. You have completed the game. Yay. Finally. I raise my arms in victory and I hug Erica Badu. Uh, she, she's not there. She's uh, You don't know where she is. Uh, you've left her. You okay. and Pig Jones have gone home. Okay. I don't know who she is anyway, to be honest. So it doesn't really matter. Absolutely no idea. I don't Erica know why I'm trying to find her, trying to track her down, to be honest. Well, you completed the game yeah, on well. your, your final chance as well. There you go. That's great. Quest. Oof. Talking we haven't quests. had a quest for a while. No. I accept your quest. Okay. Um, an elderly man with a severe skin condition, in brackets leprosy, has asked you to run some chamomile lotion on his back. He mm. seems to be erect at the thought. He is wearing a Bad Brains t-shirt. Do you accept the quest? Ooh. I, I have already accepted the quest. I'm already <laughs> in there. Yeah. <laughs> What's the success percentage of the quest? Well, you've got to bear in mind he's got leprosy. Mm. He's got an erection. Well, you might just be standing up really straight. You've just assumed he's got an erection. Uh, mm-hmm. um, I repeat, he seems to be erect at the thought. Oh, so his body could be erect, Possibly. not his penis. I don't know. Maybe. Or maybe both. So, so what risk you need to take? Um... So, well, there's a possibility you might have an erect penis then. That's something mm. to bear in mind. He's got a bad, the Bad Brains t-shirt. Taking everything into account, I think the success percentage is going to be 47%. Oof. That's a very high success percentage. Yeah. I think you've got a just under half percent chance of winning. Sounds 
about right, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, would you like to play Ultimate Potato? Oh, I'm bringing them all back. Oh, some of the old classics here. Yeah. Ultimate Potato. So and then set um, it up. You've just walked into your local Tesco because I know you don't like Asda or anything. Okay. And um, you walk up to at the back of the store. They've got all the sort of deli sort of things, right? Yeah. So you can get your meats, your fish, your boots, whatever. And so you walk up to the back and you see the ultimate potato stand. Make your own potato. Anything you want on there, they'll do it. Mm. Why? The woman comes up to you. She's got a, no, a man comes up to you this time and he's wearing oh, a yeah. face mask. This time it's COVID. Yeah. He doesn't realise it's finished. And he's like, oh, son. Oh. So, what should to I translate have that for people that he said, what are you having, son? Okay, I'm gonna take the Simone flag. Yeah, in there. Mm-hmm. I'll have some uh, melted cheese on top of that. Classic. Yeah. Um, a tuna fish. But the whole thing. Yeah. Live. Live. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, copy of Hacksaw Jim Duggan's autobiography. Mm. Uh, okay. The man he makes it up for you. He presents you with your potato, mm-hmm. and he says. Today's special offer is it comes with a free copy of FHM magazine. It's oh. the 100 Sexiest Women uh, issue. Amazing. Do you accept the free gift? Yes, I'll take it. There you go then. I can read that while eating my potato. Mm-hmm. Uh, Enya has been voted the number one sexiest woman <laughs> in the world in this particular issue, which was, you suspect that it's been doctored by the man behind the, uh, the ultimate potato stand. It's just a bunch of photos of celebrities he's stuck together yeah well everyone in there from 100 to 1 is is Enya yeah he's just glued in pictures of Enya and it's basically an Enya photo album yeah yeah sounds good to me yeah sail away sail away sail away sail away sail away sail away there you go I got a film idea oh okay I'm just gonna reel off a load of things um Unless you had anything pressing you wanted to... No, we can have your, your on film with. idea. Yeah. Um, I want to pitch it to you. You're the Hollywood exec. Okay. Um, uh, so I've got a working title for it. It's Moon. And I was thinking it could be maybe directed by David Bowie's son. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So here we go. Um, it's uh, an alternative universe story um, of the moon landings, you know, um, the, the supposed moon landings of uh, Armstrong, Aldrin and the other guy. Yeah. Um, uh, but different people with different names because it's an alternative universe, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, they go to the moon and everything is hunky dory. Um, I guess that's an inadvertent David Bowie reference there. Uh, nice. Um, I wonder if there'll be any more in this. Uh, no, I really didn't mean that one. <laughs> um, eventually, one of the crew members uh, murders the other two. Uh, he goes back to the lunar module and brings out a new flag to put in the soil. Oh. Uh, throw in the United States went into space. He plants the Soviet flag into the moon's surface. He reaches over to tear the United States flag off his uniform, revealing an Iraqi one. Ooh. Yeah. Um, the astronaut thriller. It's a thriller. Okay. Yeah. The astronaut then goes into a secret hatch on the moon's surface, and it becomes clear he's been working with the Iraqis and the Soviet Union for decades to turn the moon into a weaponized vehicle. Uh, they set the coordinates for Earth, and the thrusters send the moon in the direction of the White House. Um, the astronaut is seen laughing like a maniac Um, mission control discover what is going on and radio the moon Uh, the astronaut says the president is a piece of garbage and the USA is filth 
Um, the president then go, gets on the line and offers him a tin of Craig's brand ravioli if they'll call off the destruction of Earth. Um, the offer is declined and the moon smashes into the Earth, killing everybody except the countries of Iraq and the Soviet Union, uh, which, um, due to them secretly having force fields around their entire countries. Oh, yeah. um, as a chunk of the Earth contained in these two nations floats off into space, uh, they form a beautiful new alignment, and the next shot set 300,000 years into the future, sorry, 30,000 years into the future, okay. still impressive, yeah. um, sees an Iraqi Soviet utopia where everybody has developed gills and uh, there's ravioli guaranteed in every home. Sounds great. Yeah, and then the credits roll. Who plays the president? Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Ah, okay. Obviously. Uh, but then halfway through, it has changed to Stallone. Ah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'll fund that. Yeah? It sounds good. We've got both the two action men on board. They've confirmed already that they'll play the roles. And Bruce Willis... I I've not talked to him. Ah. No, um, I, I'll talk to him about maybe playing his dog or something. I've talked to a Lenny Kravitz about doing the soundtrack. He's going to do it all. Brilliant. Um, and that's it, really. Yeah. Yeah, I'm in. Sorted. <laughs> ah. Not what I was hoping for, but yeah, okay, <laughs> fine. Got the uh, top ten spicy boys. Oh, this is everyone's most tense moment of the year. Buckle every, in every month, every well, every fortnight, every two weeks. We're live, live every two weeks, and in charge. Yeah, here we go. The top ten spicy boys, starting at number ten. Mm -hmm. Celebrity priest, Reverend Richard Coles. No idea who that is, but yeah, I'm sure he's very spicy. <laughs> he's, he's a celebrity priest. Is he like the Reverend Schnorr off uh, Jerry Springer? Don't know who that is, but uh, is he like probably. Sister Wendy? I don't know who that is, but is probably he like the Vicar Dibley. Yeah. Okay. Um, number nine, Ronnie Venucci Jr., the drummer of synth indie pop sensations The Killers. Mm -hmm. He is very spicy, to be fair. Uh, number eight, he's the last remaining bit of spice in that band, actually. Yeah, mm -hmm. he is. Uh, number eight, former Serbian and Yugoslavian president Slobodan Milosevic. Oof, very spicy. The 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 spicy legend himself. Uh, number seven chicken legend put him in a bun smear him with mayonnaise and slap it in a Go box gobble him down yeah uh, number seven we've got Jean-Claude Van Damme <laughs> okay very controversial mm. um, number six my retired former dentist Dick Seaman yep uh, number five we've got the co-founder of PayPal and inspiration for a future Bond villain Peter Thiel Okay, yeah. He's number five. Mm -hmm. uh, number four, 70s British sitcom star Barry Evans. Yeah. Uh, number three, we've got the Chinese actress Minnie Yang. Okay. Um, number two is the character A.C. Slater from Saved by the Bell. Mm -hmm. And number one, the top spicy boy this fortnight is Deep Roy. Oof. Once again. That's a whole month. Yeah. He's in there, number one. Deep Roy from uh, the Willy Wonka and the no Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Yeah, and the rubbish one. Whatever Flash that Gordon. Was. Yeah, and Flash Gordon, of course. And they're the only two films. He's yeah. Ever been in. 
and one of them is barely even a film so um, I've been asked by Netflix again mm. uh, Netflix have approached me to recast another one of their reboots <laughs> another one um, of their reboots yeah they're rebooting Cheers oh no Unfortunately, <laughs> the greatest sitcom of all time. It doesn't need to be rebooted. So I've cast it. Here's the cast. Okay. I've cast the eight main characters. Mm-hmm. So, see what you think. I know you're a big fan of Cheers. The, uh, the biggest. So Carla. Yeah. We've got. Uh, Why are you starting with Carla? Like surely it should be. Well, I'm building up Sam Malone. No, he's the. La- I'm building. Oh, up you're building him. up from least important to. Yeah. To Sam Malone. Yeah. Okay. So Carla, we've got um saucy '90s rapper Lil Kim. Okay, yeah. play Carla. Uh-huh. Uh, Norm mm-hmm. is going to be played by uh, the pop star and daughter of Will and Yeager Pinkett Smith, Willow Smith. Okay, yeah. <laughs> uh, Cliff is going to be played by uh, 60s artist Andy Warhol. Okay, yeah. Going a bit sense. abstract with uh-huh. this one. Uh, Frasier is going to be played by uh, pro wrestling commentator Joey Styles. <laughs> yeah, I can see that one. That makes a lot of sense. Uh, Lilith, uh, Frasier's wife, mm-hmm. will be played by former Spurs goalkeeper Eric Thorsford. Okay, yeah. He's <laughs> doing very well for himself at the moment. Yeah. Uh, Woody, mm-hmm. played by Woody Harrelson. Yeah. Um, Guess to keep his own name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, not anymore, because he's now going to be played by Hugo Ekio. Hugo Ekio. Is that how you say his name? <laughs> Hugo Ekiog. Hugo Ekiog. <laughs> uh, former Aston Villa centre-back. Mm-hmm. He's no longer with us, though, so it'll have to be a... Hologram of Hugo Hyog. Yeah, is he dead? Yeah, sadly. Ah, R.I.P. Mm-hmm. Um, Rebecca, who was played by Kirsty Allen. Kirsty Ali. Ali, I think. Yeah, I think that's how her name in the is original. Spelt. I mean, pronounced. Uh, she's going to be played by The Edge, guitarist oh, from U2. Fucking no. <laughs> and finally, the main man Sam Malone, who was of course played by Ted Danson in the original, mm-hmm. is going to be played by. Our old high school IT teacher, Mr. Parisi. Gino. Gino Parisi. Uh-huh. Nice. There we go. What do you think then, as a Cheers fan, do you think? I'm okay with it. I'll see how the first episode goes, and then I'll give up on it. Okay. Um, what about Thingy? She's not in it. The, oh, what was Diane. It? Diane, yeah. Uh, yeah, we took her out. She's the best part of Cheers. Um, Apart from Ted Danson, of course. I could speak to uh, Gaz Top. He might be interested. Enya? Enya might be interest, interested or Anthea Turner <laughs> Anthea Turner will be she's not doing anything no oh maybe okay or Mystic Meg Mystic Meg she, she can do it don't know where she is lately but I don't know if she's still with us or what but yeah <laughs> she could do it you're out um if we, should we end on the the sex report oh well yeah of course it's a natural else? way to end the episode yeah Got the sex. Okay, to end the report, end the episode. It's kind of a report. Yeah. It's like a report on the world. <laughs> You're getting everything today. Mm. Um, here we go, the sex report. It's going to be a very slow week in the south of England with just four people fingering each other. However, at the start of next week, the shag count will increase thanks to a rerun of Brookside. Spicy. As we head into the north, there'll be a steady rise in the amount of shafting we'll be seeing with an estimated 77 people getting lucky on Wednesday evening. Unfortunately, this will decline as the week goes on due to an outbreak of unintentional injuries. Mm. 
Uh, Wales will be the soggiest of the nations, on a particularly as a particularly saucy production of Magic Mike makes his way through Blackwood. But things will settle down by the weekend as everyone tunes in to Gardner's Question Time. Mm-hmm. And that's the sex report. Mm. And of course we'll be appearing in a live show of Magic Mike as well. Yep, we'll yeah. be there. If you're in Blackwood... Richard Blackwood. Check. If you're in Richard Blackwood's... Mama used to say... I don't know any Richard. Maybe we could end on Who the, the Richard man, Blackwood baby. song. Who, yeah, we love you, RB. Oh, yeah, Check yeah. it every day on MTV or whatever it was. Well, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not about to sneeze. I just put that in there. No, you didn't sneeze at all. Maybe no, it's gone. Doing the episode um, is a deterrent. It's a, a natural antihistamine. Maybe that works for COVID as well. Maybe it does, but COVID's over now, so it doesn't really matter. Have you tried the lasagna? It's my favorite. Give me that. Did you catch a game last night? Mm-hmm. Is it still hot out there? Do you like hot fudge sundaes? Yeah. All right. <laughs>